The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Rendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, Blood and Guts is on the horizon. We're about two weeks out from that, Larson. We had, we were just talking about this in, in chat. Apparently, it's going to be a one match card. Only Blood that and Guts. That was my understanding. I thought, I, you know, I mean, granted, that could change or. You know, maybe someone phrased something uh, incorrectly, but mm-hmm. it seemed like coming out of this, that's 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 the deal. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, pretty solid edition of AEW Dynamite tonight. Yeah, it was a fun show. Yeah, had a terrific main event. All right, just get over with. Just get over with. We had a terrific main event, Larson, with Darby Allen in hot action with no, Jungle just Boy. Get, just, just get over with. Just get over with. Defending his TNT title. Oh my god. Also tonight we had Ikaru Shida successfully defending in a terrific match against Ty Conti. It opened up with Hangman Page and Ricky Starks. And of course we got Christian Cage getting his ass beat. Just move after move of these power moves getting his ass beat. And every time Christian's Christian would get some offense in, he would pepper Hobbs with shots. And Hobbs had to sell it a slap to the face. He had to sell it like it was a buckshot lariat. Well, and a no. back elbow from Christian. Christian's 175 pounds coming off on a frog splash. On what? 275 pound powerhouse Hobbs? And he's supposed to sell that? And then a single kill switch puts him down. Let me ask you no something. interference. Let me ask you something. No if distraction. Take, I'm gonna let you, I'm just gonna let you talk because nothing I'm gonna say is gonna change your mind. So I'm not gonna waste my breath. I want to ask you one question. Waste your breath. Go ahead. I'll ask you one question. So uh, if you take that that logic that you have Christian while taller than Hobbs by about an inch, um, obviously not as muscular. So you would consider, I think, fairly Christian the smaller competitor. Um, so depending on how far you want to take this logic at no point should a smaller competitor ever beat a larger competitor. That's not true. That is okay. not true. At I'm all. happy. I'm happy. You agree with that. Anyways, that's, continue. Yeah. That, that's, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying though. That's not a line of logic I'm using at all. Mm. I'm it's you not. Did say, you were making the point that Hobbs as a powerful wrestler was beating up Christian. Christian would dole out offense and Hobbs would have to sell it. 
Yeah, but Christian wasn't doing the thing that actually makes some amount of sense when you have a smaller competitor with a larger competitor, and that is what? Use the larger competitor size against them. He was not doing that in this match. This match made it seem like Powerhouse Hobbs versus Powerhouse Christian Cage. Slaps him. Oh, strong right from Christian. It was a slap. I didn't didn't get that, that, that they were trying to book Christian as if he can match Hobbs strength for strength. I didn't get that from the match whatsoever. But they also didn't book this match. You're right. He wasn't doing power moves to Hobbs. However... That's why that's why the match made no sense. I would have been okay with this win if it made any sense. If it made any if it made any sense. Daniel Bryan's a perfect example of a smaller guy who is smart enough to beat a bigger guy and it makes sense. It may he chips away at him. He chips away at him. This didn't make any sense. I didn't like it. I threw my soda at my TV like I promised I, know, I would. I know that's not the case. I know. That's I did. I really wish you wouldn't call me a liar so often. I really well, did. I mean, don't put me in the position where I have to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Look, I knew Christian was going to win this. I did yeah. think. I did think it was not for how big Hobbs is. The match actually did not make a whole lot of sense. One kill switch. I understand that we're in the world of wrestling where a single ridiculous move can get the job done. I get that. Uh, I am happy to rant about certain things. It's fun to do that. Uh, and I do actually think, I do kind of feel, and I and I honestly, at this point, I feel like it's backwards. I do think that Christian might put over Ricky Starks. It kind of, I kind of feel like it depends on which route they really want to take with Christian. But, you know, they really pushed that Ricky Starks has an excellent record. He fell short to Hangman Page, but during the entire match, we were talking about how many wins both these guys have. You know, yeah, Hangman's yeah, ranked yeah. number one. I think Ricky isn't. I was really high. worried that actually Starks had hurt his ankle. I was worried he decapitated himself. Uh, uh, fightful. Sean Rossap confirmed yeah. that when he landed in that German suplex, he was fine. He looked, I'm not going to say out of it. He didn't look wobbly. But the next move that went down when he started selling his ankle, I was wondering, is this an opportunity for him to get his bearings back? Because that was an ugly spill that he took. Yeah, that was that was that was not good. Um, Yeah, because the match did seem a little clunky for a little while after that. And then when he got the momentum back, it felt a bit more crisp. And I don't know if he was sort of working that if he was like, okay, let me make this clunky to make it look like I'm selling. I don't know. Um, but Starks and Christian had a stare down after the Hobbs yeah. match. Yeah. And one of the functions of Christian being there now is he really should put some people over. I mean, maybe it should be a guy like Brian Cage, who's like the top of a of, of Team Taz. But they really seem to like Ricky Starks. I think that'd be a great win for Ricky Starks unless they really want to do the whole. Oh, Christian's been around 30 years, so he should be beating everybody, which never makes sense in wrestling. But it's a wrestling convention. Well, you know, I think, I think, I mean, the story of this was, was, and whether you like how the story is told is one thing, something else, but the story of the match was Hobbs was overpowering Christian basically at will, basically get all the offense off he wanted to, except at the very end, he had to showboat a little bit, mock Christian, allows Christian the opportunity to slip out off his shoulder, hit a kill switch, kill switch, apparently his book super strong in AEW, Christian gets the win. Right. That's the story of the match. Yeah. So if they're running with the idea that Christian being a veteran for, 25 years, whatever it was, um, we'll see those opportunities and take advantage of those opportunities when the younger, less experienced talent, uh, you know, makes these mistakes. And if it's an ongoing thing, 
then that's the storyline. And, and, and as long as it's, it's, it's consistent, I'll roll with it. You know, I, I didn't necessarily have the, the same issues you did with the match because I, I just, this, because this is why. AEW, historically speaking, has been pretty good with this type of stuff. I brought the Darby Allen example to you before we got rolling, where Darby Allen lost the match because he messed up the crucifix pin against Cody. Got it right the next time, became TNT champion. You know, they, they pay attention to these things where young wrestlers, especially, come into the company, you know, and because they're young, they make, may make mistakes that uh, the veteran wrestlers don't. And they usually do a pretty good job of having the less experienced wrestlers learn from those mistakes. And the hope, my hope is, at some point, Will Hobbs will be in a situation like this in the future against an opponent, the caliber of Christian, a Hall of Famer, and won't make that same mistake. And therefore, that's his growth as a performer, as a wrestler. That's a good story to tell. Yeah, if they do it, I'll believe it when I see it. I thought this was trash because this, Hobbs is, I think Hobbs is a special talent. And I don't think that he I should agree. be, I don't think he should be in these kind of losses. Especially, I, I especially I, the way the match was booked. Spine buster, power slam, all these huge moves. And Christian, I was like, okay, where is Christian actually chopping this guy down? Where is he getting him primed for the situation where a kill switch will put him down? He just I, took advantage of one mistake. We see that happen all the time in matches. One kill switch. It's completely over. His book strong in AEW. I'm gonna tell you, man. You know, it's exactly right. His book strong in AEW. I usually I like stuff to be like AEW, but then they also book Sting's really super strong. He's like 60 years old. So I mean, they're yeah. just they're just adhering to the standard wrestling trope that the older you are, the stronger you get. That's just what it is. If you can have a match in the ring, if you're super old, you're gonna do really well. Standard wrestling trope. We see it all the time. The the experience uh, 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 meter is off the charts, all. and it tr- you're it right. Trumps it trumps all. all exactly. It trumps all. It trumps all. See, I was, I was hoping I was maybe trying to uh, bring it up the uh, smaller, larger competitor. I was just seeing which way you're taking things. So that's at first when you try to explain. I thought, okay, well, is, is that the point you're trying to make? I I misunderstood. My bad. Uh, no, I get it. No, I know. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. No, I didn't think, I didn't think that, no, obviously a smaller competitor. Like I just, I brought up Daniel Bryan. Like that happens all the time. I get that. I mean, I've been watching wrestling long enough. This wasn't that this was like power move, power move, power move. And I'm like, okay, where is Christian going to do the thing that somebody who is outmatched in size typically does in wrestling? Oh, he's not going to do that. He's just old, so he's gonna win. There was one. There was one instance, one little bit that I, I kind of, I kind of liked, where Christian, he's in the corner, he's selling. He actually makes like a grimace face because the cl- the camera's pretty close on him. He actually does something like this, but then looks at the side of his eyes. He's Hobbs charge a bang mm-hmm. elbow. Yeah. So th- there's at least one instance where he drew him in and hit a move on him. Well, no, like you say, experience trumps everything. I don't know. I just like to talk shit sometimes. It's fun to talk shit. See something that I don't like. Like to talk shit. I called this earlier today, but I was hoping that they would do Hey, you know what? Keep Hobbs strong, keep him strong, uh, a distraction or something. Well, you know, because that a distraction is more of a tell for inexperience. It's like, you're not keeping your eye on the prize. Uh, you know, if team Taz, who is a, a, a bumbling mess anyways, if they come out and I mean, you know, it's not like AEW is, is, you know, people, randomly running down that tunnel during a match as a foreign concept. They do it like every other match. 
and Team Taz especially. Somebody was to run down the the you know if Cage was to stumble out there, or I mean ha, uh, Hook no, was already not ready to go that Hook far with the, the Team Taz imploding storyline yet, where they're costing one of the members of match. Maybe that's just the timing thing. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't uh, know. But uh, uh, no, I get your point. Like mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I'm focusing more on the macro story than the the micro story of of what they're doing with Hobbs and, and Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't think they're doing them. anything with them. I mean, they're not. I mean, this this is a match. And it's it's leading to, to Starks versus Christian, and that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be the end of it. Um, but well, I'm not uh, saying I'm, so I'm saying the macro story of both of them, whereas like you know, six months, twelve months down the line, are they gonna make references to the stuff or no? You know, I hope they do. And sometimes it's on the re- like as we've seen in as we've seen in WWE, you know, with the Bianca Belair stuff. Sometimes it, it feels like it's on the wrestler. AEW has done at least in that instance with Darby Allen. We've seen it a couple other times. They have done a really mm-hmm. good job with that. I hope Will Hobbs, as a performer, um, takes it upon himself as well to incorporate, you know, whatever lesson the character Hobbs might yes. learn from yes. this. I hope he incorporates that. Definitely, uh, definitely. And, you know, and if it does, and I think you know, it's, it adds dimension to the Will Hobbs character. Doesn't make him, you know. Uh, as one dimensional as you know like in WWE where they book someone uh, to be you know this huge powerhouse to squash everybody and then it's kind of just the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. you know I, I appreciate they're trying to add some dimension to the character as people here in chat uh talk about youtube comments and engagement let me remind you let me know what you think in the comments below there i'm sure go. all the christian stands out there oh of course he's a hall of famer of course he, he should have won this match See, I'm he not. Did. I'm not a. I'm not a Christian Stan, but I'm reasonable enough. I'm not. I'm not that well versed in his career. I am not. Based on his accomplishments okay. and based on the criteria of WWE Hall of Fame, he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. He is. Okay. He is. Okay. Shitbag Hall of Fame. Otherwise, I thought AEW was a fine show tonight. It was a lot of. It was fun. a fun show. Yeah. Stan. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Hangman Page kicked things off. Ricky had a short promo, talked about Hangman being ranked number one, said something about a diamond, and he's going to show everyone why they call him absolute. Uh, hell of a match. There was, a, as we mentioned earlier, there was a scary moment when Ricky Starks supposed to flip back, I think, and land, sort of flip out of a German suplex. Either on his knees or on his feet, yeah, for German yeah. suplex. Kind of got his, I mean, thankfully he landed like that. Oh, my God, I know. Yeah. If he landed like that, that would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> Carrot says he Larson is a Chris Stan. <laughs> Come on, it's funny. It's funny. I'm I'm not saying I'm not insulted by it. Chris Stan. Oh, so you are a Stan. Uh anyways, uh Hangman hits him with a clothesline. Ricky seems a bit out of it after that, sells his ankle, eventually comes to, hits a lagger bomb for two. Hangman gets a close two with a Lariat, then Ricky counters a buckshot attempt with a spear for two. Uh, Hangman goes for a dead eye. Ricky evades that. That's the move that Hangman's been using recently to finish off matches. Uh, and then Hangman taps out Ricky with like sort of a bulldog ankle yeah, type smashing. Sort of wraps up grabbing the the foot too. Yeah, yeah, the bum ankle. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that was a story thing they had planned in advance. If so, Ricky Starks did a hell of a job selling that because he'd go up the top rope and wasn't putting any weight on that leg whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was way more concerned about the about the neck. God, that was scary. Yeah. That was scary, dude. Yeah. Uh, anyways, afterwards, uh, Taz, who's on commentary, grabs the mic, tells Paige, "Hey, look at me. You got lucky. You're the number one ranked wrestler around here, but you got lucky this time. You need to worry about watching your back." So then Hook hits the ring, 
hits Paige with the chop block. Uh, Stark, he gets up. He holds up Paige. Uh, Hangman fights out of that. Uh, they overwhelm him, though. Brian Cage hits the ring. He's about to powerbomb Paige. Dark Order. They run out. To Hook, Hook is my favorite. I, he's great. Somebody here in chat. Who was in chat? Said uh, Hook looks like a kid who has to be woken up at 3 o'clock every day by Taz. Come on. What are you doing? What are you doing with your day? Wake up. Come on. Let's go. Puts on his hat. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Ready for the day. Uh, after that, we see the Elite heading to their Fancy Pants trailer. Uh, and then we had... Oh, I was happy about this. I was worried about this match too, Larson. You know, as much as you claim to be the shill around here for AEW, I get emotionally invested in this stuff. Pentagon, at one point tonight, I had so you, three... You try to tell me that AEW does not do, do drama well. And then you get so invested in these matches that you claim to throw sodas at your TV because they don't go your Why way. Why aren't you celebrating the fact that I'm so invested in your precious AEW? You should be celebrating See, that, not because throwing it back it, at me. If I mention it, then out of spite, you'll be like, no, I'm going di- to divest myself from this program emotionally. Yeah. Well, I'm a complex. I'm a complex human. I thought for sure this was going to be a win for Trent. I was really happy that, that wasn't the case because of all these distractions. It was great, and maybe that's why because they're like, okay, we've got two matches. Oh wait, no, hold on a second. When was the Hobbs match? Oh yeah, the Hobbs match was until like way later. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, before the match, we had another one of those terrific uh, Penta says promos. Now he's got a Penta says shirt, which I purchased from shopaw.com. Have you got that Sami Zayn shirt yet? How many AW shirts do you have, man? ShopAW.com. I don't think I have any. <gasps> what? I don't think I've ever bought a shirt off ShopAW. I should have I should have tossed one of those penna shirts into my cart for you. You know, I couldn't I couldn't have put it into buying wrestling shirts because I have a whole drawer full of them. And I'm like, I kind of feel like I have too many. I need to diversify my my shirt options. And so I've just kind of not bought wrestling shirts. I did the Sammy one because it's 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 a cool oh, shirt. Oh, that's a good shirt, and, yeah. And and you know it, the proceeds are, are going to uh, to Sammy's mobile clinic, so that's that's more or less why I got it. I'm gonna get you a Seto Miedo shirt. Okay. Anyway, I like Pentagon a lot. Speaking of Pentagon, he took on Trent tonight. Uh, before that, uh, Pentagon says uh, best friend. <laughs> so obviously, Pentagon talks his trash, and then Alex. Uh, 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 translates for him says best friends you never should have reignited this war with the death triangle in Orange Cassidy you're going to be squeezed into orange juice he does it with such gusto it's amazing uh, anyways this match was pretty fun um, uh, there's a couple bits that seemed like the timing was a little off in the beginning but whatever yeah Trent's coming back from a, for a while from a yeah. pretty decent long injury there yeah several months so anyways uh, Trent hits a running meteora uh, belly back suplex and then Penta pulls Trent out of the ring, looking for a tope. But as he's running the ropes, Trent runs back in. Bang, clothesline. Sends Penta out of the ring, tope of his own. Uh, down towards the end, Penta's looking for a package pile driver on the apron. Trent fights out. They're brawling on the apron for a bit. And Trent gives Penta a pile driver on the apron. And I've never seen anybody so... like I said he's like doing the Finn freeze, if anybody knows what that is. When Finn 
stands. Imagine a tree log being pile driven. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've never seen anybody take a pile driver so rigid before. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. um, so they both tumble to the floor. Trent follows with the spear on the floor. And then Alex gets the mic and tells Trent, hey, I didn't mention this before the match. I got a message from Penta. This is it. You suck. Your friend sucks. You want to know who sucks the most? Your mom. Your mom sucks. <laughs> and so Trent goes and gets a chair. Uh, Alex flees, rolls into the ring, stands there. Orange Cassidy then gets the ring, stands behind Alex. Penta then super kicks Orange Cassidy. The rest distracted with all that. And so Alex then clocks Trent with the mic. Penta follows with a package pile driver to get the win. You have to appreciate the special skills needed for that ref to miss everything that happened on so many different parts of the ring. Yes. Because you got Pentagon showing up on one side where Orange Cassidy is, and then you got Trent over there, and then somehow the ref doesn't see Trent get knocked in the head because this stuff's happening over here. It was, it was pretty silly stuff, but I thought it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, after that, we had a <clears throat> sit-down interview with the Pinnacles, really just MJF and Wardlow talking. Uh, MJF, Wardlow hands MJF a new silk scarf. Uh, spring now. Yeah, yeah. Cause Don't spring. need the wool scarf anymore. Exactly. Uh, so uh, J uh, Wardlow uh, says of Jericho, cut one of the best promos of your career, cutting a promo on everybody here till you got to me. You stumbled over your words when you got to me. The moment Ward the word Wardlow came out of your mouth, you knew you were doing something wrong. MJF sort of uh, takes back over at that point. He says Jericho gets an F for his promo. He talks about the Jericho rub. Wrestling people, fans already want to see, and then claiming credit for ele elevating. I mean, basically names off everybody that Jericho has done this with. Uh, he says, real smart, Chris. He says, for 30 years, you've been outsmarting everyone except for me. I was the one guy you couldn't keep under your thumb. When you were 25, you were curtain jerking worldwide. I'm 25. I'm a top guy hanging out with top guys. Instead of sending out your stooge Tyson, send your family. I'll send mine. We'll see how it works out at Blood and Guts. He says, you're right. I am a mark, but I'm not a mark for you. I'm a mark for your spot. And I'm May 5th at Blood and Guts. I'm going to take it. Because when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. I thought it was pretty strong stuff, especially considering he was sitting down. Yeah, I like this line. He says, Jericho was the GOAT, but now he's surrounding himself with Bs because he wants to look like an A. He wrestles A, so he doesn't look like a B. Mm -hmm. And that's what he does, the, but it turns out you're an F, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that was good stuff. That was yeah. strong stuff. Uh, after that, we had Ty Conti versus Hikaru Shida for the women's title. I thought this match was really good. Uh, uh, Ty Conti had a strong showing. Uh, Shida is probably the most dominant champion in AEW right now. Probably. I think she's had that belt for nearly a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that. I like the storytelling in this match. Start off with mm -hmm. them blocking each other's judo moves, judo mm -hmm. throws. Ty Conti, it's sort of her strong suit. She eventually hits it. She just starts working the back with a bunch of different submissions. She gets two with Falcon Arrow. Ty kicks out of that. Um, that uh, witch's shot backbreaker over the top turnbuckle Ooh. was pretty great. That was uh, great. Uh, Ty KO gets only two. Sheeta hits like a like a dude buster type thing for two. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, hits a backbreaker and a katano knee strike for three. Yeah, really stellar match between. These it was two. one of those matches you feel like if Ty could have got her finish off her hammerlock DDT, then this match would have went the other. She way. kept on going for it. I feel like also like so. You know, Darby made mention of. 
She does. She is a dominant champion, but she also doesn't wrestle a whole lot. Um, I feel like this should have been the main event, given that Darby has sort of made it his goal to make the TNT title more of a TV title where it's it's defended a lot. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that probably shouldn't have been in the main event. And they could have they could have given this a much better big match feel had they sort of done some video vignettes through the show because they did one preceding the match. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, they yeah. had done it Agreed. through the show and then built it to the main event because, look, I think we all probably realized that Sheeta was going to win this because Britt Baker's coming after her. And in fact... Mm-hmm. After this After match, match Britt yeah. comes out, points at the Tron, and you see the standings, and then it goes, blah, 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 and she is now the number one, uh, uh, ranked number one. So yeah. she's fulfilled her goal. Uh, but I do feel like this, that would have been a great closing sequence um, mm-hmm. to see that, and then maybe they do a face-off between the two of them, like a proper face-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a match between the two of them at a double or nothing. Because I think this match kind of deserved a main event spot. Uh, given that the title shots seem to be a bit fewer and far between for Sheeta. Yeah. But otherwise, terrific match. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. After that, we had a Miro promo. He says, another week still, no Kip. He says, whatever. I came to AEW. Uh, I need my vindication. I don't care who it is. I don't care. Uh, it, it said it's, sorry, I don't care who it is. If they got a title, they got a problem. <laughs> mentions Kenny. Mentions Darby. Uh, so his real question is, which champ do I beat first? Uh, yeah, this, uh, we, this is a good thing. Who do you think is going to go after first, dude? I would imagine Darby. It's got to be Darby, right? I could see Miro taking that TNT title off Darby. Ooh, Frenzy Five Forces, Miro taking the FTW title. Was that was that referenced on there too? I didn't. No, he only it. they only showed B roll at least of Kenny and, and okay. Darby. All right, because um, I feel like they got something pretty planned out for Kenny and you don't I don't know I just kind of feel like if Miro's going to let's say Miro's going to be AEW champ I don't feel like that's the guy you, you, you feed to Kenny in his title ring you know what I mean yeah I don't disagree with that so yeah and I feel like if the story with Darby is he's re- defending that title every week we saw it tonight you know this is the closest he's had to losing that belt mm-hmm. tonight yeah um, if week after week he's just taken such a beating yeah that you know his body only has so much in it um and then, you know, he has to cross paths with Miro, and Miro just decimates him, mm-hmm. destroys him. Yeah. Wins the title. I could see that happen. That'd be strong stuff, yeah. Uh, after that, we had an inner circle interview, um, and uh, Jericho's asked about Pinnacle. He says, who cares about Pinnacle when the crowd is being this loud, singing Judas? He says, there's a lot of energy in the building tonight, because May 5th is blood and guts for the first time ever. It's going to be one of the most violent matches ever seen. Uh, Hager starts throwing straws out. And says, "Look, we've got gifts for you. Um, you're gonna be drinking out of the, you're drinking your meat out of these straws for the next month after this match." Uh, Jericho says, uh, "Only MJF of people in Pinnacle says anything. Says no one else says anything other than MJF." Um, no, uh, Santana grabs the mic. So they've all been saying they want to wrestle the best. Everybody in, in Pinnacle, but then they crew up and jump inner circle. He says, "Where we come from, that's called the bitch move." <laughs> Uh, Jericho says, MJF, uh, he, he needs to stop talking because when he talks, he never feels like there's any conviction. It's like he's reading a, a, from a script. He still thinks he's singing show tunes on Rosie. And Jericho says, I could sing uh, show tunes as well. In fact, I wrote one about my jerk-off friend. And he sings it. It sounds like he maybe was making up half of it on the spot because it kind of petered out. 
Um, yeah, he got lost when it came to rhyming. Uh, it was a toilet bit. Like, he could have rhymed it with poop. Maybe he was. I think the plan was to rhyme it with poop, with poo, because it was like you. Yeah, and yeah, I think he meant to say. He something got lost, like, but he was told you couldn't. You couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't but I mean, he recovered. Well, it was pretty funny the way he recovered. Yeah. So. Um, anyways, he he says, uh, "Hey, that that scarf that Tully gave you, I washed my ass with it before Tully got it." Uh, he says it's fun to make jokes about the pinnacle, but blood and guts is going to be a lesson in violence that you'll never forget. He's sick of cutting promos. Next week, inner circle and pinnacle will parlay. Explains what parlay is. Says at blood and guts, he's going to beat the living hell out of MJF. And you think that's just a line from drama class. They're crazier. The inner circle is crazier than pinnacle and you know it. So who had the better promo tonight, Jericho or MJF? The inner oh, circle MJF or yeah, it was MJF. M- MJF did. Yeah. He didn't forget his lines. Oh man, match of the night right here. QT Marshall versus Billy Gunn. Uh, we had a QT bowling shirt promo. Uh, you know what he said? I was just staring at that shirt. Anyways. Okay, I know what he says. Well, Anthony Agogo says uh, he hates it in America. He's only here to make uh, huge money. And QT says he's going to prove to Billy that being loyal to Cody gets you nowhere. My favorite thing about this match. My favorite thing about this match was the fact that mid-match they advertised that terrible Cody jacket for ShopAW.com. I mean, I know it's partially because he's in a feud with Cody, so it's apropos to mention whatever you're going to sell with Cody. It's just extra funny because QT's in there wrestling, you know, Billy Gunn, who's no chump. And uh, and they say, by the way, you can get this Cody jacket. It's the ugliest thing. It's the ugliest thing. It's brilliantly ugly. It's not a it's not a, a handsome looking jacket, anyways. Uh, so uh, Billy is predictably dominating QT. <laughs> yeah, uh, talk about a big match. dude against a smaller guy. Yeah, yeah. Billy Gunn is legit. He's like a statue still. He is huge. I'll never forget when I the first RAW I ever went to. I was walking to the bathroom or something. Sure enough, Billy Gunn sitting in a in a folding chair on a, a public phone at the event center at UC Davis, and even sitting down, you could tell he was massive not just buff massive tall it's hilarious to watch like we recently did that SummerSlam uh going in raw view uh it's funny to watch those old ones and you can you could just see you know how the years have affected pro wrestling the smaller mm-hmm. guys the ring of honor guys come through and it's like okay well there's the shift right there mm-hmm. but like vince and his his predilection for big dudes because Billy Gunn just looks like a normal guy back then. But then you see him roaming around at StarCast, and massive. it's like he is massive. massive. Giant hands, like a big head, a giant body. Still looks and amazing. Tall. And, and so tall. tall. And tall. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. So uh, before the match begins, uh, Billy Gunn lays out the factory on the stage during their entrance. And he just proceeds to dominate QT all over the place. Uh, Nick Camarado tries to get involved at one point. Uh, Billy pretty much pretty quickly overcomes, especially after his kids jump over the barricade and brawl with Camarado and Solo out of the arena. Uh, eventually, though, uh, QT does hit a pile driver on Billy. That gets him a two count. Billy makes a comeback, uh, hits a, a slam, misses a famouser. Uh, QT goes for a diamond cutter. Billy just kind of shoves him off. Uh, they go to the stage a little bit. So, uh, Billy tosses QT into the ring and while QT's selling there he kind of distracts the ref Anthony Gogo comes out 
gut punches Blech. Billy. Blech. Billy stumbles in the ring. Vomits. Diamond cutter from QT to get the win. Uh, afterwards, a go-go pulls like a wooden chair from under the ring, hands it to QT. And QT is like really... He's like sizing up Billy, waiting, you know, trying to hit him in like the perfect spot over the back. This was such a brilliant spot because you look at this thing and it looks so sturdy and rickety. And then the fact that Billy Gunn gets saved by Dustin, Dustin comes running down. You're like, oh, man, they were never going to do that chair shot. Right. So Dustin comes down, makes a save. He's got a bull rope, beats up QT. You get a power slam. And then who is it? Was it Dustin? It was Dustin. That yeah. like killed that chair over Camarado's head, and it just evaporates. And this dude no sells it. He doesn't budge. He doesn't budge. He A second ago, I thought this just doesn't budge. I thought this thing was going to be like way too sturdy to like you know you don't you don't want to hit somebody with that. And then they do with Camarado, and it just explodes over his head, and he doesn't yeah. move. It was an yeah. impressive spot. It was a good little sort of bit a uh, bit of uh, you know uh, playing with your expectations there. Yeah. Um, he knows sells it. Uh, after that, the elite, they're in their trailer. Don Callis talk about how much he loves history. In history, there's never been an assemblage of talent like these men. Uh, puts each of them over. Talks about Kenny being the AEW champ, the AAA mega champ, soon to be impact champ. Uh, and like Kenny, or more so, more so the Young Bucks, are wearing like obnoxious outfits. Loud. Nick's was hilarious. Yeah. It was yeah. great. Um, Matt says, as a group, uh, says this is group, uh, this is group that, that led to business going up in Japan. These are the people that sparked the movement that created AEW. And Nick says, yeah, AEW. It's not called Mox Kingston Wrestling. <laughs> but if they want the, us, they can come get us. And Kenny's like, all right, all right it's time to get a little serious. He says, to all the people who hate the elite, who think we're just a bunch of mani- ma- maniacs, I got a message for you. There's a car horn that starts blaring outside. They're like, what? We're live. We can't restart it. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
Kenny.com. And Kenny's like, <laughs> Cal says, out the window. Cal said, we're live, pal. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And Kenny goes, hey, Gallows, look out the window. What's going on? And Gallows is like barely turns around and kind of says, no, I'm not going to do it. And Kenny's like, go, someone go outside. So we cut outside and it's Mox and Kingston in a truck. And the Mox barrels the side of the trailer with his truck. Eddie and Mox get out. Uh, Mox starts banging on the trailer with a pipe, breaking some windows. They go in. Apparently there's nobody in there. Where'd they go? I don't know how the elite got out, but they got out somehow. I mean, they just, I, I'm assuming they just ran. But yeah, probably. It's one of those things. I mentioned this earlier before the cameras were rolling, really. I said it's probably one of those things where they just put on paper, okay, the elite, you know, by the time they get there, the elite are gone. It just, I think they'd leave some sort of like, they're like running maybe, off in the maybe distance. Maybe they just didn't get the, the coverage they needed on that whole segment. That could be. That After could where be. they realized, oh, we didn't get that shot of them mm-hmm. running away. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Kingston calls them cowards. Uh, and let's get back in the truck. And then Eddie's like, yeah, um, let's go get a steak. Yeah, it was pretty funny stuff. Kingston and Mox just have like top chemistry. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we already we went go. through this. Here we go. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Christian Dud. Zero stars. Oh, my goodness. This guy's gone from wrestling for how many years? Comes back. All of a sudden, he's booked like Hogan. Hogan never took this much offense. <laughs> Anyways, after that match, well, I mentioned this also. Starks comes out to check on Hobbs. Him and Christian stare at each other. Love is in the air. After that, we had uh, a... They, sorry, they did announce that uh, next week, Brian mm, Cage yeah. versus Hangman Page is going to happen. That should be good. Yes. Yeah, because he tried to drill claw the shit out of him tonight. Yeah. Uh, also announced for next week, we get Penta versus Orange Cassidy. Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford. Young Bucks versus the brothers Seidel. Uh, Nightmare Family versus The Factory. I kind of feel like that should be a blood and guts match, honestly. Yeah, right? Um, but Cody's not involved in this one. Uh, Inner Circle and Pinnacle doing their parlay. And then Brian Cage versus Hangman Page. And then, yes, Jade Cargill promo. If uh, if AEW continues to top, like they keep on going up, this week they get 1.3. Uh-huh. Next week. No, no 1.5. Next oh, wow, week, that, 1.6. That would best their debut if they got Blood and Guts, best raw, raw. Right? Yeah. And the next week, Cody comes back, goes to 900,000. Do you then get rid of Cody? Mm-hmm. Right. You do. Okay. Put Cody, on, put Cody on elevation. Numbers don't lie, man. Numbers don't lie. After that, Jade Cargill talks about uh, all, how all the managers in AEW want to sign her but she says it better be a good deal if we're going to sign you if you're going to sign me yeah yeah and then we got our main event jungle boy versus darby allen for the tnt championship i like that early on jungle boy did all that he could to ground darby allen don't let darby build momentum yep yep because when he goes on a run strings a bunch of offense together it's not good if you're his opponent eventually though darby does hit a springboard hip toss uh, Jungle Boy is looking for the snare trap. Dusty gets the ropes. Dusty. Darby. Sorry. No, gets they, to the ropes. Uh, Darby does a double leg takedown. The Jungle Boy hits some ground and pound. Jungle Boy rolls to the floor. Uh, uh, Darby drives him to the ring post. Jungle Boy drives Darby over the barricade. We go to commercial for picture and picture. I believe this is when that happened. Uh, Jungle Boy goes up top. Darby beats him up there. Superplex. And then uh, Darby runs into a back elbow. 
but responds with a belly to belly into corner, followed with the oh sorry, Jungle Boy. Uh, hits a belly to belly into the corner and falls with a German suplex. Then a tiger suplex. Darby kicks out. Darby hits a stunner, gets a two count. Uh, he hits a co- couple of corner splashes. When he goes for a third, he runs with double knees. And then Jungle Boy hits uh, a poison rana. They got his legs not over the shoulder, but kind of around the, the like under his arms, kind of. Mm-hmm, yeah. Around his torso. Yeah. Drove him into the mat. Uh, Darby rolls out of the ring and then Jungle Boy follows with a pair of suicide dives then a tope over the top rope uh, back in the ring uh, or sorry around the apron now Darby hits some kicks and stomps follows with a coffin drop they both tumble to the floor Darby beats the 10 count but Luchasaurus has to go over and put Jungle Boy on the apron mm-hmm. and roll him in the ring for him to beat the 10 count Sting comes over and confronts Luchasaurus they start brawling they brawl through the tunnel mm-hmm Back in the ring, Jungle Boy hits clothesline, brain buster, sliding elbow, gets up a two count. He locks on the snare trap. Darby's starting to fade. He crawls to the bottom rope, grabs it. But then uh, Jungle Boy pulls it back towards the middle of the ring, puts him in a surfboard a couple times, right back into the snare trap. Darby got desperate. Started putting his fingers in Jungle Boy's eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hadn't seen him do that before. Yeah. Um, to break the hold, uh, Jungle Boy goes for a sunset flip. Darby rolls through, locks on Last Supper to get the win. Yeah, I like I like your theory about how he's just sort of running himself into the ground. Um, it'd be fun if Miro took advantage of the mental toll that would take as well. You know, trick him into taking like a second match on one night. You know, mm. and and get the win in sort of a cheap manner like that. Um, that could be that could be really fun stuff. I mean, you mm-hmm. just just all you got to do is read Batman's Nightfall storyline. There you go. There Bane you go. Break that. How about Miro? What if Miro broke his back? Wouldn't that be great? Ooh. Like as a work, not as a shoot. Yeah. You know, yeah. he does the thing where he lifts him up. Does huge that. backbreaker right there? I mean, see, Batista wanted to pay wants to play Bane. I saw that. Lobo. Lobo's the guy. Yeah, Lobo would be great. Lobo, Lobo would be great. Yeah. Uh, anyways, after the match, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page hit the ring. They start beating up Jungle Boy and Darby Allen. Uh, Page hits Darby with an ego's edge. Lance Archer runs out. He's looking for a double choke slam on Sky and Page. They escape. They start beating him up a little bit. Sting comes back to the ring with the baseball bat. Page and Scorpio Sky uh, leave. So I like they have Sting making the save for Lance Archer here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So maybe Sting is going to put together a bit of a stable himself. Archer, I like I like that when Archer Darby. runs out. You see Jake Roberts with, with what looks like I know it was a tracksuit, but when he was wearing it, it looked like AW jammies. Oh yeah, <laughs> and his hair is all like messed up. Yeah. I was oh, I was taking my nap. I get up. Archer's gone. Goddamn! I gotta go find him now. Ooh, yeah. All right. All right. Let's see here. Let's answer some questions here. I'm sure we got some good ones here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash here on the the Twitch too. Goldie Vorman says, but aren't they building Christian versus Kenny Omega for the Impact AEW world title? I mean, when he came out. stated gold, yes. He said, yeah, he wants a piece of that. I mean, AEW is good at like, hey, do it the old WWE way. You put, you debut a guy aiming for the top and then. Sort of put him back where he's going to land up. Maybe he'll progress, or maybe he'll do what he's supposed I mean, to do and what, put over guys like Powerhouse Hobbs. That's what that's what Christian said initially when he eventually talked after two or three weeks um, <laughs> that he's aiming for that AEW title. But he understood, I am I can't just walk in and get a title shot. I have to put some wins together to get there. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Right now he has two. Right now he's got two. Should be one and uh, one. Frenzy five four with the sub. Thank you so much. Oh, this is a good question. David Matushek, after JR announced at AEW, it's, it's Powerbomb, announced uh, that AEW will be back on tour sometime around July. Mm-hmm. Where do you think they should go first? Easy. Sacramento. Beeline straight to Sacktown. Sure. So that, uh, so that we, to the taco festival in July. That'd be great. And we can go check them out. Have some tacos, some fun. We'll vlog it. It's great. That'd be fun. Uh, Rob Conway guy. If the inner circle were to bring, <laughs> you love Rob Conway guy. I'm sad that Rob Conway guys' question tonight doesn't have a Rob Conway reference. I know, right? I was hoping that would be his gimmick. He says, if the inner circle were to bring in their mirror version of Tully and exclude Tyson from this, who would you pair them with? So my first inclination is one of the horsemen, another horseman, or would the mirror version be an anti-horseman? And in which case, the anti, I mean, who was really the anti-horseman? You know, mm, as a faction, would you say it was? I mean, the NWO ended up sort of burying them, but in their heyday, was there like another faction that would take on the the Horsemen? Not that I recall. Just Dusty Rhodes, or Sting, or Sting. Yeah, for the longest time it was Sting. <laughs> you along heavy says I don't know. Sid's always a safe answer. Sid, 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 yeah. Sid, 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 Sid. Uh, Flat says, I love Penta dressed like Batman for no reason. Oh, the Freebirds. Yeah, did the Freebirds fight the Horsemen? I'm not up on my my history. I'm still enraged that Hobbs didn't beat Christian. Yeah, you'll get over it. Spider-Man 2007 with the sub. Thank you so much. Uh, Moses supposes. Is there going to be any differentiating qualities of blood and guts compared to war games? I don't recall war games being a single match in a two hour show. It was not. So length, seemingly length. Uh, F Sagan, Sheeta, Conti was way more interesting to watch than the main event. I agree with that. I thought that I didn't think for a second that Sheeta was going to lose, but they could have made a better case going into that match. That's the the best matches. Title matches that, there could be a title change. Exactly. And if you build it so it's a big match feel, and the TNT title match is like, I knew Darby Allen was going to win that. Yeah, I know. Totally. Uh, Asian Murr with Christian Cage showing why he's a future Hall of Famer. Where does he go from here, Steve? Shitbag Hall of Fame. Shitbag wing for sure. I mean, no such entity exists. So truthfully, honestly. I've created it. It exists. It's a real thing that exists in my office here. And it was just more than I can say for WE or TNA. They don't have real Hall of Fame, Halls of Fame. Anyways, what was the question? Where does Christian go on for here? Ricky starts. Yeah. Hopefully, he puts him. Yeah. Hopefully, he does what he's there to do. Put him over. How do you know he's there to put over put people over? Why wouldn't he be? He's old. That's what old people should do. It's completely what old people should do. Do you disagree with that? I don't know what story they have to tell for him. In general, though, you know I'm right. Old people should be around to put younger people over. Old, uh, veteran talent should be there to help to help younger talent progress. If that means putting them over, then yes. Yes, correct. That's what I just, exactly. I'm glad you agree with me on that. Cameron Bortolazzo. 
We speculate about all the a the WWE stars who might go to AEW, but which AEW star do you think might end up in WE? Powerhouse Hobbs, sure if they good. keep booking him like this, oh. doesn't work for me, brother. He needs to learn those words. Doesn't work for me, brother. All right, Hobbs, here's the deal. You're going to dominate this match, okay? Check. From the list of Powerhouse Hobbs demands. Check. Dominate a match. And then, okay, one kill switch and you lose. Doesn't work for me, brother. Got to wipe off the whiteboard at that point, dude. I'm sorry. Is there a question? You too, Bian. Uh... I know it might give off SmackDown top 10 vibes. Would it be beneficial if there was more than five people excluding champs in the rankings? No, I think you might get kind of convoluted at that point. Yes. I think they use the rank. I think they could use the rankings a little bit more, but I really like how they use it with Britt Baker. Um, I like how they're using it with Hangman Page. Um, I actually kind of really appreciate the, the ranking system, and I think they could actually do a little bit more with it. Yeah, agreed. I think what they're doing with Brit now is kind of the most continued thing they've done in terms of using the power rank. Excuse me, power rankings for a story. Pop, 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 power rank, power rank. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ooh, Sleazy Mo has a good question here. Uh, WrestleMania has now been held in three out of the four major cities in the state of Florida. The only one left is Jaguar Stadium in Jacksonville, Florida. Do you think WE will ever try to hold a WrestleMania in AEW territory? I don't think they'd make a point of doing it. I think if the if the city of Jacksonville made a good pitch for it, I think that would be considerate. But hey, do you have chat in front of you? Yeah. Well, don't I'm... read it loud, but look at Will Terminator's chat. Well, I'm going to lose my spot here. Oh, never mind then. Never mind. You'll get to Because I'm going from the beginning of the show. <laughs> Who just forward. puts that in a chat room? What's your problem? Uh, the um, Get that fixed, man. The uninvited ghost. <laughs> the uninvited ghost says, what are the first five wrestlers that come to mind that are in the WE Hall of Fame but less deserving to be there than Christian? Oh, the list is is plentiful. It really is. And I'm not going to go there because I don't want to run anybody down whose name isn't Christian tonight. I've already, I feel like I've run him down. By the way, I think I hope this goes without saying. I think Christian's terrific. I really do. You're this is this is sure, meant yeah. to be an entertaining show. <laughs> so, so and when you say he could be he should be a Hall of Famer, that's exactly if the criteria is as it stands and all those other people are in there that clearly aren't Hall of Famers in terms of other like the criteria for other sports, then yeah. But if you want to be a bit more exclusive, which I think they should be, my opinion is no hard no, unless it's in there with Edge as a tag team. I've said from the very beginning, Christian is a Hall of Famer based on the criteria of the WWE Hall of Fame. He's totally a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, but my criteria is different. See, it's but your Hall of Fame doesn't exist, so I can disregard your criteria. Well, I can disregard your criteria, too. 
Uh, my criteria is WWE's criteria. So if you're disregarding my criteria, you have no criteria. idea what WWE's criteria is because you're not this. Vince McMahon. I you are not this, him. This you have no criteria. idea what's going on in his head. B Rock says it's a spine buster. No, it's a spine buster, JR. And I think he said, yeah, whatever it is. Jorge D. After Team Taz's bad night, Taz wants to cheer them up, so he decides to take them to the Golden Corral to eat their troubles away. The Golden Corral is full, but Taz sees that Steven Larson have a big table that Team Taz could fit in. Mm. Taz asks, hey, you guys, can we sit with you? Look at our traps and our lats. Uh, Steve says yes right away. Taz oh, of asks, course, yeah. Yeah, I'd say yes. Taz asks if you can have, please grab food for them since they are too down to do it themselves. What do you bring back to cheer them up? Dessert. I thought you were about to say D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what would I bring them back? Sauce serve with some uh, caramel sauce on it. Uh, I don't like ice cream. And whenever I get them, I'm going to have some of it. So I'll just go. Ooh, if they have like some bread pudding, that sounds good. I'll go get them like some. Uh, I'll go get them some like cake. I really like cake. I'll say, hey, get Team Taz over there. Give me six cakes. And like a little kid's cake for, for Hook. And they're like, why are you, is that how you really talk? And I'm like, no, but I'm going to go talk to Taz right now. Oh, like, my God. I can't help myself. He's right there. Oh, wow. Zoe Canrana says, the question is, what does Christian have to do in AEW to be Hall of Fame worthy to Steve? Well, number one, he's already shitbag Hall of Fame. Uh, number two to be worthy of my Hall of Fame, the only Hall of Fame that actually matters, is uh, he'd have to go back in time, have better world title runs. That's it. His world title runs were crappy. He had, like, when, you're, when you instantly have, when Vince instantly has buyer's remorse on your world title run. Is that the story or is that your conjecture? I think that story was told. Randy, he was like, yeah, Randy Orton's going to get it right back. And Randy Orton was like, no, nah, dude, can you not do that? Like, he should have a longer run. Good guy, Randy Orton. Vince is like, mm -mm. nope. Heat. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, Rocco, that May 5th show should be the first half pinnacle in the inner circle, and then Cody should book by himself, obviously, squashing the Marshall plan. First <sighs> hour, blood and guts. Second hour. Cody squash and Marshall plan. Why aren't they called the Marshall plan? It's great. Factory. Zoe Canrana has a good point, though. At least he didn't get stacked and pinned at Mania like a loser. <laughs> yeah, Ed should be out of They should kick him out of the Hall of Fame for getting stacked in the main event of WrestleMania. Uh, F. Sagan, am I the only one who felt that Sheeta, for the first time since her match with Thunder Rosa at All Out, felt like she was wrestling like her character was scared to lose the title? She was being so aggressive. Um, she was being aggressive. She didn't cut any corners like she has 
in, I believe, that match and then her second match against Nyla Rose, I think. Yeah, that second match with Nyla Rose is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's funny because, like, she wrestles a certain way in ring and, like, you never really see that play out. Like, they have they have really done a disservice to whatever her character is supposed to be. They really have. Like, I thought they were going to go somewhere kind of interesting with her and Abaddon, and then they just didn't. And I'm still yeah. not sure what that was all about. I thought that was going to play out a bit more. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Uh, a peachy tree is just tuning in. So sorry if you've already covered this, but do you think they should have hyped up the impact pay-per-view more on the show tonight? Um, also, someone said Mox and Eddie are like if 2001 Stone Cold was a tag team. Fun thought. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is funny. <sighs> Dude, I don't know. I So, okay, ideally, yeah. I mean, you would think that they would do that. Um but like do you do you just think that contractually this was just the arrangement and i i don't i honestly don't i don't get it i mean it's like okay you guys get Kenny Omega and that's kind of it you know which is a big boon for impact which is a great yeah. you know it is great for yeah. impact but you would think that there would be at least a little bit of promotion for this pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Um, I am kind of surprised. I don't know what the reason would be without I'll put, it. I'll put this TV up contracts. There. I'll put this up. It could be. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I read, I think on Twitter, that that uh, a little mini doc they did about Omega versus Swan that Morrow narrated. Like, the the story of that is pretty much is is AEW is is the heel company in that regard. They're disrespecting Impact. Impact. I read that and on maybe Twitter in too. some sort of subtle way. AEW not promoting Impact pay per view feeds into that. You know, because you'd think, yeah, your champion is going to be on the show. You want people to see your champion. I mean, that's probably reading too much into it. No, I mean, you know, you made this point during my rant is that AEW is really good with the details most times. That's the only logical, the only, the only logical explanation is either that or TV contracts, mm -hmm. you know, something yeah. um, like they're not, maybe TNT, maybe TNT has some guidelines in terms of, you know what, you can do talent exchanges, but you're not going to go around promoting their shows. Yeah. Even though like the, fl the flip can happen and they're just like, well, the flip can, you know, maybe the, maybe the thing was, Hey, listen, we can get into this arrangement, but TNT's not going to let us do this. How can we work around it? Well, we can make you the heel show. Yeah. I mean, that's the it only logical be, thing I can think I, of. I mean, I could, I could see that where TNT maybe on their programming or during their programming doesn't, and I have to pay attention to see if it's true. You can't promote things that are outside of the Warner's family. That's very, that's, it, it would not shock me at all. I mean, be. Frenzy 5-4 just says straight up contracts are complicated. That's you have a TV deal worth millions of dollars. Yeah. It would not shock me if they were not permitted yeah. to uh, to advertise that. That's entirely possible. Dark Shadow Zake says some eagle-eyed viewers can tell the Elite trailer shown is different than the one hit. That trailer has been on being the Elite in Sammy Guevara's vlogs and looks very different from the outside than shown today. Well, it's movie magic. They made it seem like it was the same one. They're, they'll do some silly bit on being the elite about it, probably. Uh, Jimmy Thomas asks, which venue would you like to see AEW use the ECW arena, the Hammerstein Ballroom, or the PWG Legion Hall? I Sadly, I think the, the, the American Legion Hall has at least been partially demoed. 
So when I was doing one of my Wrestling Channel news reports, I made reference to the American Legion Hall, and I looked up pictures, and I think there was just like some extensive renovations happening to it. Oh, okay. I don't think it's actually been demolished. That's what I had originally thought I read somewhere. Yeah, same. And I could be completely wrong. I just saw a picture of like, I don't know, a front area, front area, like sort of the front part of it being sort of like under like a lot of construction. But maybe they demoed it and just decided to rebuild it. I don't, I, I, I don't know, but um, I'm not 100% sure that it's been demolished. They, they might be making it unusable for wrestling. Yeah. You know, but uh, but no, I mean, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to them touring the Hammerstein. Yeah. Uh, ECW arena. That'd be great. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I got the Will Terminators comment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Uh, like, dude, why are you bringing that up in chat here, man? Uh, Hugh Long Heavy, you could tell Sheeta is dropping the title to Brit because there's actually a story. Yeah, that's happening. That's happening. Yeah, 100%. That's happening. Uh, Dan Daniels the third, Mox and Eddie Cost and Omega, the AEW belt against Swan is completely out of the question, right? Um, Kingston and Mox doing what? Where are you? Cost and uh, uh, Omega, the belt. Oh. And impact. It's not out of the question. It's totally not out of the question. I don't think anything's out of the question. I think that this that main event is going to be an overbooked, overcooked, complete mess after probably a solid like twenty minutes of really good wrestling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Juarez, if you think AEW got to the point where they beat Raw on the ratings, how do you think Vince will react? Will he at this point? You think, I mean, old Vince would. I mean, previous Vince would, past Vince would. Now Vince, I don't know, he's got like billions of dollars. Yeah, I think he always feels like, oh, we're, we're playing the long game. You know? Yeah. Well, your long game is just bleeding viewers, so maybe play a different game, dude. Uh. Uh, we'll do one more solid question. Very well. Uh, Rosie Knight, the year is 2035. Okay. 10 years. Uh, 15. WB and AEW, the top two world promotions. You have Jungle Boy, MJF, Darby, Cedric, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Bob Fish, uh, Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, Shayna Baszler, EO, Mia, and Leo Rush. Who are your top champs in each promotion? And who are you sitting in the mid card? Uh, God, fourteen years from now, fourteen years yeah. from now, MJF is going to be top 39. champion of WWE. Okay, I'll say Adam Cole is top champion of AEW. Mm, there you go. Yeah, I could see Adam Cole being like an, a Triple H figure in uh, in AEW. He joins the nightmare family and like <laughs> no, the Co- factory Cody's like, yeah, Cody's like the Brando guy. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a little bit. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. 
Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.